will bless the Lord. O my soul and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Here we are again, coming to you to encourage your hearts. Oh, so that as leaders, we will know what God requires of us. And we will be all that we can for the glory of God. Let me say thank you, first of all, for listening. I know that it is a daily thing. And I want to say thank you for sharing. You know, you have become a partner with us in this. We have become partners of the Lord, for He is with us in what we do for Him. And those of us who would sit and study His Word and share it, and those of you who will just, after listening or receiving, that you share it with someone else, that's a great witnessing tool. Like I've said before, you never know, I don't know, who this will reach and who it will help. So continue sharing and thank you very much for so doing. I do appreciate all that you do in the service of the Lord in regards to sharing His Word. Our great Savior, the song that we are looking at, taken from Titus chapter 2, verse 13, the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. The songwriter, uh, Whitbird Chapman, he said in the second stanza, Jesus, what a strength and weakness. Let me hide myself in him. Tempted, tried, and sometimes failing, he, my strength, my victory, wins. Hallelujah. What a savior. Hallelujah. What a friend. Saving, helping, keeping, loving. He's with me to the end. What a savior and what a God. Running on, we are in Nehemiah chapter 5 and we are looking at verse 14 to verse number 19, and we are looking at what a great example this man, Nehemiah, was. I pick up now where I left off last morning, and I said that Nehemiah consulted with his heart. Those were the last words that I said to you, and I, I picked up that from verse number 7 of chapter 5 of Nehemiah. And I consulted with myself, and I rebuked the nobles and the rulers, and said unto them, Ye exact usury every one of his brother, and I set a great assembly against them. He consulted with his heart, and he prayed to God for wisdom. In verse number 8, down to verse number 11, not only that he prayed to God for wisdom, but he he rebuked the people and reminded them of God's goodness to their nation. Verse number 8 in chapter 5, And I said unto them, We, after our ability, have redeemed our brethren, the Jews, which were sold unto the heathens. And will ye even sell your brethren, or shall they be sold unto us? Then held their, their peace and found nothing to answer. Also I said, It is not good that ye do. Ought we not to walk in the fear of our God because of the reproach of the heathen, our enemies? I likewise and my brethren and my servants, 
might exact of them money and corn, I pray you, let us leave off this usury. Restore, I pray you to them, even this day, their land and their vineyards and their olive yards and their houses and the hundred part of the money and of the corn and the wine and the oil that ye exact of them. Yes, in these verses, he rebuked the people and reminded them of God's goodness for the nation. In other words, he was saying to them, we have been set free by God. This is his argument. We have been set free by God. Will you now put your own people in bondage again? What a leader. He appealed to the Old Testament law. Then he commanded them to restore what they took from the people. Notice something else what he did. He appealed to himself as an example to follow as a leader. And that is wonderful. The people promised to obey God's word and give back what was taken wrongfully. And so they did. Now, as we come to chapter 5, verse 14 to 19, we truly see Nehemiah as a great example. What a great example. And that's what I would like to, you know, just bring out in this devotion morning by morning. This leader, what a great example. It was D.L. Moody who said, A holy life will produce deepest impression. A holy life will produce deepest impression. Lighthouses blow no horn. They only shine. In the day of public scandal in almost every area of life, how encouraging it is to men like Nehemiah who put sovereign God ahead of getting gain for himself. What did he do? He put sovereign God ahead of getting gain for himself. In the book of Philippians, chapter 2, verse 1 to about verse number 13. I know it's a little late to passage, but we need to hear what it says. I know that Nehemiah did not read this, but in chapter 2 of Philippians, verse 1 to verse 13, the scripture says, If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mosses, fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. Listen to this leader, the man, the Apostle Paul, himself writing to the people and to the leaders and telling them, be of one mind. In other words, what you love for yourself, do to others. Have the same love for one another. And verse 3 said, let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. This is good for us to learn. 
He said, look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. And I say, the world would be a better place if this was practiced, that we would look out for others and not only for ourselves. In verse 5, he said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, taught it not robber to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Look at verse 8. And being formed and fashioned as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Wherefore my beloved as ye have always obeyed not as in my presence only but now much more in my absence walk out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Listen to verse number 13. For it is God which walketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. What a reading from this man, the Apostle Paul. Yes, Nehemiah never read it, but for certain he practiced it. After reading this book, all who understands it must conclude that this man was a great example of a leader. And notice, many of us can learn from him. Mm, what a great example that others should learn from. I trust that something this morning in this devotion would move our hearts at leaders and bring us back to where God would have us to be caring for his people the way that we should. My time is up, but I'm anxious to get back next morning to share with you a little more on this matter of the example of a great leader. Father, it is your word that we are reading and learning from. And I ask that you'll bless it to our hearts. And I ask, dear God, that you'll help us not only to read it and understand it, but apply it. Bless your people. Be with them. Lord, reward them for sharing. We love you, praise you, and thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Partners, thank you so much for partnering uh, with me, and I trust that you would share this devotion with friends and family. Do have a great day. I'll be back next morning.